From the roots up, CIUT 89.5 FM, Toronto. For the people, CIUT 89.5 FM is the sound of your city.
listener-supported community radio. CIUT 89.5 FM, celebrating 35 years as the sound of your city. வணக்கம் மக்களே நான் உங்க மார்க்கஸ் பேசுறேன் நீங்கள் கேட்டுக்கொண்டிருப்பது டிராக்ஸ் ஃப்ரம் அப்ராட் ஆன் சிஐயூடி Hello Toronto and welcome to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. My name is Jesse McDougall and today I am in CIUT's Studio 3, the main studio of our station. Of course we're broadcasting from the University of Toronto and me being a university student, I'm very happy today to say that I'm on vacation, what we call a reading week vacation. Uh, we get two weeks of vacation throughout the year. And so one thing that that means is that the studio is really lively because there's lots of students around. They're not trying to cram for any silly exams. So we have some fantastic people in the studio today. So CIUT has also hired some students recently. So we have Henry and Razak who have been joining me and, and hanging out throughout the while, which I've really enjoyed. And And uh, it's, it's great to see the studio come alive. We're also joined in the studio today by Zoe. She's my girlfriend. She's also been on the show many, many times. And we just got back from Ottawa, where we went to the House of Targ. Does anybody know about this? The music and, and pinball... Um, pinball what mecca in uh, in ottawa we had a lot of fun there shouts out to the house of targ coming back to the topic at hand today we're learning all about india uh, we're learning about southern india in particular and we're going to have a student guest on the show his name is marcus and uh, he came on to talk about his home town of Nagarkoil. It's actually right across the strait from Sri Lanka. And he tells us all about the Tamil language, um, about some fantastic music that he brings to the show, uh, about also just the incredible um, breadth of India. It's such a large country with so many cultures. It's fantastic for us to learn about today. And uh, yeah, so we're going to get into that interview in just a moment. We're also going to be playing some music on the show today by Chris Hale, Ozzy Leal, and Pankaj Misra. These are fantastic Toronto-based bands that play some music from uh, some India Indian-influenced music, we'll say. And if you want to call us on the show today, just dial 416-946-7000. You can tell us what sort of Indian music that you yourself like, and we'd love to hear what you think of the show. So without further ado, we're going to get into my first interview. This one is with Marcus. Marcus, if you're listening, thank you so much for coming on the show. And Marcus was a great guest. So here we go. You are listening to Tracks from Abroad. Today we're learning all about India. Today we are doing round three of an incredible country. Here in Toronto, we have uh, the neighborhood Little India in East Toronto. Today, we're talking about India again. There's so much to get into. And to help us with this challenging task of talking about India is Marcus. Marcus, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me here. Yeah, it's excited to uh, do the show with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yesterday, I was in the same studio here in Hart House at U of T's campus, and uh, that student was from Thailand. And I said, tomorrow I'm going to be talking to Marcus about India. And the student said, well, wow, that's a challenging thing. There's so much to talk about uh, in regards to India. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I come from the southernmost part of India. It's called Cape Comoran. India is so diverse, like... Uh, the mainstream projection of india is uh, completely different from what 
what reality is i started working on the playlist mm-hmm. and i i was just tinkering and uh, preparing the playlist right from uh, right from there until the very last moment of uh, doing the show <coughs> it's really hard to compress and compile uh, a playlist with just 10 songs the list of songs that i have created it's my own perspective of uh, the southern uh, soundscape mm-hmm. so i may have missed some masterpieces yeah because a lot of people a lot of friends didn't agree with my playlist so they they had their own versions they yeah. were like questioning this is not good you should not include this one you should include this i see i see that. yeah well this this is why we have to do show after show on india again this is episode number 3 of india yeah. if you do want to listen back to those other episodes you can go to mixcloud or to spotify to search up tracks from abroad but what do you study here at uft marcus yeah i'm doing masters in uh, mechanical and industrial engineering so I'm in my last term mm-hmm. so it's going to get over. Nice. Looking forward. Yeah. One thing that impressed me so much that you just mentioned a moment ago is that in where where you live in southern India which we'll get mm-hmm. into the very southern part of India if you drove just a few hours away the language and the culture would be totally different. Can you explain that? Yeah, that's because India has a uh, India has a lot of languages. 18 officially recognized languages by the government. Tribal languages, regional languages, they they count up to thousands. Uh, let's say india have uh, 28 to 30 provinces each province has their own culture has their own language uh, their own religion rituals uh, so if if you just travel for 3 hours 3 hours 3 hours or 4 hours through a car you go to a new province the culture the language the religion the ritual is entirely different mm-hmm. uh, it has been like that for uh, ages what unifies india if everyone speaks a different language what do you guys share <laughs> that is a nice question the patriotic feeling of india comes from uh, uh, when we have an external enemy <laughs> okay yeah that's when people get together or maybe when when we have india versus pakistan cricket match i would just ha- it just yeah, happened yeah it just Did happened it? the last diwali like what happened 3 days back yeah india, india, india won india won yeah india won congrats <laughs> after a long time it was a it was a did you watch the yeah it was a thriller it was it was a last <laughs> minute really yeah it was so interesting so these teams are pretty evenly matched they usually come it's, together it's and like, play a good game You know, it might seem like I am exaggerating, but it's like El Clasico, mm-hmm. like how Real Madrid and Barcelona like go yeah. against each other. It's like that for uh, cricket, and uh, every time India faces Pakistan, it's a very high stake match. Yeah, uh, television ratings go high. Sure, everyone gets uh, excited. Yeah, it reminds me of the Super Bowl. If you know American football, mm-hmm. the Super Bowl is super popular. Um, in the United States and one thing that's popular about the Super Bowl is the commercials. So a lot of companies will pay millions of yeah. dollars to get like 30 seconds in front of the whole nation. I wonder what Indian commercials look like at cricket matches. Like There was a time when they used to mock uh Pakistan. Really? Okay. Yeah, there was a commercial specifically designed for uh mocking them. Okay. Like how they they will uh they will not win the match. Yeah. But mostly the commercials will be it. It will not be food. It will be uh, housing. Really. Uh, cement. For cement. Yeah, <laughs> commercials for weird. cement. Commercials for uh, housing. Okay. In the U.S., it's usually. It, it should be for. Uh, it may. It might be for cars, mm-hmm. bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, very cool. And another piece of news that I just saw about cricket is that. Let's see where it is. The BCCI, yeah. which is India's cricket organization, mm-hmm. has declared that women and men cricket players are going to be paid the same. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. That's exciting to I did not uh, catch that information. When did that happen? I think just recently. One of our guests Deepayan from uh, a previous show on India sent it over. And I wondered, Marcus, what does gender equality look like in India? Yeah, I would say there is a uh, 
exponential gap like how it is in uh, other places as well yeah but i think people are trying to uh, bridge that gap trying to get things as close as possible uh, like people who work in uh, in government like like a federal organization they pay, they have a structure of pay so they get paid the same when you go to movies like let's say celebrities they movie stars they get paid based on how much crowd they pull into into them right so if if there is a female artist who can uh, who, whose movies can make uh, crores and crores of money then she will get paid according to that so in that way if you consider there is a, there is a gap yeah. but it also depends on the business and the economics revolving around the around them mm-hmm. well marcus can we get to your playlist as on yep. on every single show we ask the student to bring a playlist mm-hmm. from their country and you have put a extra effort into doing this you've got some great <laughs> songs tell okay. us about the first one so this playlist uh, is a mix of both uh, carnatic folk and uh, chartbusters also like it 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 will uh, you said chartbusters yeah, okay chart some busters. real hits yeah like uh, huge hits yeah but they also have a, a musical sensibility which connects to the roots mm-hmm. so i've chosen songs uh, based on that and this first one is it called celebration of life it looks yeah. like it's from a movie yeah it's from a movie because uh, so in the movie um, there is a dynasty mm-hmm. it's called cholas so they go they go into hiding and they are uh, they live inside a cave for 700 years this is a fictional story they sure. they live inside a cave for 700 years expecting for them to be redeemed by a messenger so the messenger when the messenger comes to save them they have they, they like feast with lights and uh, like dance so uh, it is a music it's played in the movie when the messenger comes back mm-hmm. so it was uh, composed by a, a a guy called gv prakash so he recently got Uh, a national award for his composition is a is a really good musical composer and you should also check uh, out check out his other works absolutely yeah. all right we're here in the studio today on tracks from abroad with marcus we're talking about india for the third time and there is just so much to talk about we're going to be right back but first enjoy this song on tracks from abroad
नमस्ते दोस्तों मेरा नाम है दीपायन मैं हूँ इंडिया से और आप सुन रहे हो ट्रैक्स फ्रॉम अब्रॉड ऑन सी आई यू टी एटी सोट 
Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad. My name is Jesse McDougall. Today we're talking in the studio with UFT student Marcus, talking about India. And Marcus, we just heard two songs. I'd like you to talk about mm -hmm. the second one. What mm -hmm. is that all about? It's basically called call, Calling of the Hero. So it is also from a movie. So there is a tribe or like a community of people. Yeah. So the, the tribe is in distress and the leader or the hero of the tribe, he goes, uh, he, he's taken away from them. Mm-hmm. So this song basically explains uh, how the hero is one among them and how great he is, his valor, his strength and courage. So they're calling for people to get him back to the tribe mm -hmm. if they find him. Is this movie in Tamil? Because yeah, I it's know in Tamil. Yeah, it's, it's in Tamil. That's your language, right? Yeah, yeah, it's in Tamil. Yeah. So Tamil is primarily spoken in southern India, is that right? It's primarily spoken uh, in a province called Tamil Nadu. So in the state of Tamil Nadu, we speak Tamil. Okay, interesting, interesting. And we have to, of course, talk about food. Yeah. And so what sort of food would you have in your district? <laughs> okay, in my district, uh, mostly we consume uh, like non-vegetarian food. Uh, so my favorite is, it's uh, it's called mutton chukka. They make a gravy, like a very hot and spicy gravy out of mutton. Okay. And also we used to eat doves. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Which is strange because dove is a symbolism for peace. This is true. This is true. But I've also heard that doves are basically pigeons genetically. So Yeah. So, yeah. But it tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair it's enough. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And when you come to Toronto and you have yeah. Indian food, yeah. how does it how does it measure up? Is it... Yeah. It's know, not even close, actually. Not even close. Yeah, you, can, you can... If you're having Indian food, like South Indian food in, in Toronto, yeah. there's not even a single place I would suggest you to go for and try close to what are they, the authentic food. What are they missing? Is it something I think the about flavors. The, the flavor? Okay. And also the uh, uh, the nature of the meat. Like uh, when you used, used to have meat in uh, back home, it's so tender. It's it's seasoned perfectly. But you cannot find that, uh, you cannot find people to do, to you have who have that skill to do it in here. Well, also in the town where you're from, it's very close to Sri Lanka. Yeah, it's and too close, yeah. It's very close, and you said you can almost see across to the island mm -hmm. of Sri Lanka. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been there? No, I have never been to Sri Lanka, but uh, I'm closely following the geopolitics and uh, sure. the political scenario, what's happening in Sri Lanka, because it's part of the culture, like what happened yeah. well, to Tamils, yeah. I've seen some videos of people going into the president's palace. This was in mm -hmm. July. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a huge uh, history since the 1930s. Uh, in, in Sri Lanka, uh, there are Tamils and also the Sri Lankans. So uh, there has always been a rift between these two ethnic groups. The conflict started to rise slowly, slowly, uh, starting from education, discrimination in certain parts, not including the Tamils in uh, educational institutions. And so There are several other things and then uh, the Tamils decided to go to war around in the 1980s. Okay. 
it it has always been messy and and a lot of people started to move out from the country they yeah. came to england they came to canada you can find a lot of sri lankan tamils uh, especially in the eastern part of the gta yeah all of them just came from sri lanka yeah. because it's just part it's an extension of the tamil diaspora the language unites us and we should also mention that the first british prime minister has been has taken office who is uh, of indian descent what do you think of that think i can see that he's from uh, punjab i think it's good <laughs> good for indians mm-hmm. i would not say it's good for indians just because an indian is out there so that he will make some bias decisions not like that people know how what indians are capable of like how hard working because uh, if you see a person like this getting to the topmost position of uh, topmost position of bureaucratic system mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not everyone can do that like you you could see a lot of uh, ceos or indians what i can assure is that he will be hard working and he'll try to do as much as possible from that position for for all the brits out there yeah, yeah. all right well let's get back to your playlist is there a song that you can tell us about that you uh, picked do you know what a soup song is a soup song yeah maybe it's a song that you play while you're eating soup or cooking <laughs> soup i have no clue yeah that's a little meaning but a soup song is It's a regional term. It's a song which demonstrates the emotions of love failure. The guys who got breakup. Yes. The guys who uh, had a failure with regarding love. They yes. call they are called as soup boys. Is that because when you're very sad, you eat soup? <laughs> I don't know how this term got into the culture, but we usually uh, use this term, soup song, like soup boys. The thing about this is, it 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 got released in 2006, but it's so fresh. It's my all all time favorite mm. and it's so fresh even now. It's it's like a it's a it's a good concoction of uh, different genres of music. It does a very good job in transferring uh, what the protagonist feels. To all the listeners of Tracks from Abroad, take a listen to this soup song. <laughs> we're uh, talking here with Marcus all about India and we're going to be back in a jiff.
Only you and I. Only you and I. Only you and I. Yeah. listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. We are nearing, I guess we've passed already, the halfway point in our show tonight, and I wanted to play this nice little flute sound, this flute recording. It comes from a previous guest uh, of Tracks from Abroad and a student at the University of Toronto, uh, or, or astro-mechanician as he calls himself. This was Deep Ion, who came on our second show that was all about India. And Deep Ion is also, also a, a multi-instrumentalist. He plays the violin, he takes lessons in the sitar, and he plays the flute. As he told me, this is a bamboo reed flute that comes from Rajasthan. And uh, I wanted to play it. I think it's a great addition to to this midpoint of the show. Um, so thank you, Deepayan, for performing this and uh, letting me use it on the show today. And I've got another announcement just in a moment here. But first of all, let's give uh, you know a round of applause here for Marcus for coming on the show. He's he's told us so much interesting stuff about India and about the Tamil region of India and uh, we're going to get back for the third part of my interview with Marcus and if any U of T students are listening and you want to come on the show and represent your favorite music from the country you have ties to you can feel free to email tracksfromabroad at ciut.fm you can also send that email uh, a message if you want to find the track listings for our show and if you want to stay up to date with the show follow tfa.radio on Instagram and a great reason that you'd want to do that is that we are planning to have an international potluck coming up on March 6th March 6th tough difficult to pronounce March 6th at 5:30 p.m. We are planning to have an international potluck at CIUT's main studio right here at UFT's campus, and attendees can bring an international dish to share. Going on from 5.30 to 6, we're just going to be opening up and setting up the buffet, and then from 6 to 7 is my broadcast of this show, so you can come in and see if you'd like how everything works. This is open to anybody, uh, any listeners, alumni, anyone in, in Toronto who would like to come and see CIUT. We're going to have lots of international music, and I hope to have many of my previous guests on the 50 plus shows that we've done coming to this international uh, meal as well. This is a potluck again, of course. That's on March 6th. So thank you very much to Deep Ion for, for, for providing this little background flute music. And if you want to get more info about this international pot, potluck coming up at the start of March, why don't you follow us on Instagram at tfa.radio. Now, without further ado, we're going to get into our third part of the interview with Marcus right here on Tracks from Abroad. Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad. My name is Jesse McDougall. 
Today we're talking about India here with Marcus. You are, of course, listening to CIUT 89.5 FM. And Marcus, I'd like to talk about your hometown. Mm. You, uh, you have tried to pronounce it. You've tried to show me Nagarkoil. Is that? A, yeah, it's Nagarkoil. Yeah. Nagarkoil. What is special about this town? What do you What do you remember about it? Uh, so when I think about my hometown, the first thing comes to my mind is the wind. Hmm. It is a very breezy place. The place I was born, my hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to live in my grandfather's house around three when I was three years old. So when you open the back door, you can see a hill. So uh, people used to light a lamp in the, at the top of the hill around evening time when it gets dark even you open the back door you can see the uh, light glowing on top of the hill mm. it's a beautiful sight and besides the hill surrounding that we have lands where cultivation goes on predominantly rice and they will try to circle it like they have a specific cycle they mix it up with some millets mm-hmm. but it's it's, it's uh, predominantly rice okay and how do you deal with the heat 365 days of the year a really hot place to live things just have to bear it use uh, you drink a lot of water you take bath 3 or 4 times a day 3 or 4 times a day you take a, a bath or a shower like 3 or 4 times is an exaggeration but at least more than twice because otherwise you cannot bear the heat and in school i mean i'm imagining trying to study and focus would you mm-hmm. be i don't know sweating on your paper that seems like a really challenging thing to do yeah experience. but yeah that's how it is but the the schools they try to mitigate that but still it's too hot when you when you have some like private schools they might uh, have some air conditioning but not every school has that i think you just have to bear it i think we got used to it but now you're here in toronto and you're yeah. dealing with snow this is, is that the hard? extreme opposite <laughs> yeah <laughs> really, it's yeah. too cold it's it's not even the cold it's actually unpredictable i would say if you if you want me to explain toronto in a single word i would say it's unpredictable For you never weather. know what happens the next day for the weather or just in general yeah it's just for the weather <laughs> it's like you have to it's just like life you have to be prepared for anything that's right you never know what you're going to yeah. get would you ever move back to your town of nagarkoil yeah i will i'm i'm just here for my studies so i'll i'm planning to go back home next year what would you do when you when you get back i'll just go around the city and eat some food yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but are you looking to get work there or start a family even back home you know i was thinking maybe i i will uh, find a job here go back and forth well uh, to be honest i i did not uh, decide on that now the name of your town as you've told me means snake temple yeah. which i never would have guessed yeah. and to my mother who really despises snakes you might want to <laughs> turn this off what is what is snake temple why is it called that because we have snakes inside the temple people worship snakes they bring food for the snakes they they bring milk they bring eggs for the snake they uh, the the snake stay in a common place like they have a separate place why is a snake worth worshiping because i know in parts of india the cow is very holy why is a snake have this respect attached to it no i have no idea people <laughs> uh, people uh, worship different animals in different parts of uh, parts of india and in some places like they worship cows right. so they don't eat cows right in some places they uh, they worship uh, elephants most of the gods in india they have animals as their vehicles as their vehicles vehicles yeah so uh, one specific god has rats as his vehicle okay and the okay. there is another god who has peacock as his vehicle wow each uh, each god has its specific vehicle yeah specific vehicle it's it, so they also worship the that animal just because it has been carrying their god 
Okay. So I think that could be the reason. But but when it comes to snake, I think there is a lord, uh, god called Shiva. You can find a snake around his neck. Really. So I think just because the snake, that animal is being attached to him, and uh, they also worship him. Even though I am a Christian, I I observe and analyze different go- different gods that are surrounding me. Very interesting. On that note, Marcus, thank you so much for coming on to Tracks yeah. from Abroad. I feel like I learned a lot today. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. வணக்கம் மக்களே நான் உங்கள் மார்க்கஸ் பேசுகிறேன் நீங்கள் கேட்டுக்கொண்டிருப்பது ட்ராக்ஸ் ஃப்ரம் அப்ராட் ஆன் சிஐயூடி Hey, hey, hey.
listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. My name is Jesse McDougall, and this is the show where we visit a different country every single week here on CIUT. Today was India, but last week was on Argentina. The week prior was on Peru, if my memory serves me correctly. Um, the week before that, I think, was uh, Trinidad. Or We've done so many dozens of countries. So if you're, in, if you're interested in countries all around the world, you can follow us at tfa.radio on Instagram, and you can find all of our archive of shows on Spotify. Just search Tracks from Abroad. So, we are reaching the end point of our show, and I want to give an enormous thank you to Marcus for coming on as an interviewee, for sharing about his home country, and for providing some really interesting uh, music from southern India, especially some of those film soundtracks uh, were, were terribly interesting, and I enjoyed that quite a bit. Not to mention, uh, quite funny listening to some of those stories about you know uh, the commercials in the midpoint of cricket games between Pakistan and Iran. Um, you know, people, I guess, buy lots of cement. Uh, uh, you know, I didn't know that. It's quite different from what we have here in Canada for uh, for American football. Now, anyhow, we have uh, some more songs coming up at the end of this show. They are from Toronto bands, and I hope you enjoy them very much. And next week, I want to tell you about a fantastic episode we have planned on Italy, and in particular, Little Italy, that neighborhood that we have uh, along College Street in Toronto. I spoke with the owner of Chin Radio. That was Lenny Lombardi. And he told me all about the history of that station, the history of the Little India neighborhood. Um, their station, in fact, started as a grocery store, and they built the station on top of it um, and with their, with their father. And uh, there's a great story to be had there. So I hope you'll tune in for us next week to Tracks from Abroad, Mondays at 6 p.m. Now, coming up here, we have a song. It's called Luca Chupi. This is a cover of an A.R. Rahman song by Ozzy Leal. He is a musician here in Toronto. And uh, I hope you enjoy. Again, if you want to give us a call towards the end of our show, just dial 416-946-7000 and we'll say hello. And we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Without further ado, here is Luca Chupi, right here on Tracks from Abroad. Look 
कहा ढूंढा तुझे थक है अब तेरी मुझे तेरी फिकर धुंधला गई देख मेरी नजर आ जाना आजा सांझुई मुझे तेरी फिकर धुंधला गई देख मेरी नजर आ जाना क्या बताऊ सपनों वाला मेरी पतंग हो बेफिकर उड़ रही है माँ दूर कोई लूटे नहीं बीच से काटे ना मुझे तेरी फिकर धुंधला गई देख मेरी नजर आ जाना तेरी राह तक जाने कैसा कैसा हुए जिया तेरी राह तक जाने कैसा कैसा हुए जिया धीरे धीरे आंगन उतरे अंधेरा मेरा दीप कहा सूरज करे शारा चंदा तू है कहा मेरे चंदा तू है कहा छुपी बहुत हुई सामने आ ढूंढा तुझे थक है तेरी मुझे तेरी फिकर धुंधला गई देख मेरी नजर आ जाना आजा सांझुई मुझे तेरी फिकर धुंधला गई देख मेरी नजर आ जाना कैसे तुझको कुछ 
Oh, 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 oh. 